Welcome, welcome again to another rendition of WTF Interviews. My name is Sir Royce Brialis with my prestigious co-host, Dr. Raheem Young. How's it going, brother? I'm good, man. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing great, man. Sun and shine. <laughs> I'm also uh, pleased to announce we have a special guest, Genesis. I want to say the last name right. Can you, can you give me the last name? Ben Savanga Sr. Ben Savanga Sr. Okay. Make sure I got that right. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you all doing? Thank you for having me. Oh, we're doing great. Doing great. So uh, we normally start the conversation like this. Uh, how many kids you got? What are their ages? And uh, also, what do you do professionally or for a living? I have two children. Uh, one just May 6th in May, and the other will be four in October. And I myself am an entrepreneur. Nice. So can you tell us about, uh, tell us about your business? Yes. So my business is named Lorenzo's Frozen Pudding. It's named after my dad, Lorenzo. Um, and um, we started, my father started the company. He's the founder of the company. He started maybe a couple of months before I did in 2011, actually. And uh, when he started the company, um, he started because he wanted to bring an income in for his family, for his children. And so he started making banana pudding in, uh, in his house, you know, in the kitchen. And he would sell it uh, daily on the streets of Chicago, which is really, really cool. So we talked a lot, you know, throughout my whole college life and throughout life, I guess, in general. Um, but when he was telling me he was doing this. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come home and we'll, we'll do it together. So after I graduated college... In May, I came home and we just made banana pudding with other flavors in the kitchen of our house, and we both sold on the streets of Chicago. And one of our most favorite spots, famous spots, was um, actually by the Juvenile Detention Center on Ogden. Okay. Yeah. So. So that's pretty cool. How did your father learn how to make banana pudding? Well, so my father's always been an entrepreneur and he's always had like ideas and he's always been inventing things. And I have so many different things he's invented like throughout my life that I can remember. Um, but at this point, um, he had just had an accident. He had got disability. He's an army vet. And um, in this 2011 year, um, he was dealing with a, an, an illness. And um, he collaborated with my, my first cousin and his father at one point at the beginning of the year. And, you know, he would make his dishes, which are like um, greens and yams. Like my dad's a really good cook, you know, so he made mm. these things because they had a restaurant on the south side of Chicago. And my dad was like, hey, put your, put your pudding with, you know, the dinner. And they did it together. Um, but as family goes, things happen and they broke up um, and um, he came home and he started making it in his house. You know, he didn't have a restaurant or anything like that. So he just like, okay, I'm just doing it in the house. I'll make it and then I'm just going to sell it. I'm going to give it away to people. And that's how he got started with that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What is, uh, so, since oh, you guys have been uh, running your business together, uh, what has been the most rewarding part of it? Like working with your dad, like, uh, what have you got from it the most? A lot. Uh, this is my first podcast, by the way. <laughs> and, You're doing great. <laughs> um, 
when my dad and I we were doing on the streets, it was just so much fun. Like I was a 22 year old kid graduated from college, you know, with a BS in psychology. And I'm like, let's make banana pudding. This is our thing. It's what we're going to do, you know? And like, we make it together. We, we sell it together. We have little lunches together. And then, you know, in 2013, you know, going into 2013, we're like, Hey, we got to pick it up. We want to go into retail stores. So he met this, this guy, um, Mr. Jones, and he was like, hey, you guys want to make some money? You got to get your product up to par for the retail stores. So he helped us construct our brand, you know, the, the actual, the containers, the, the, the ideas that goes into actually making a CPG product. And it was really cool. And we went through that process together, my dad and I. And um, at this time, we, were, we didn't have a car. We we're on a bus. You know, so we would take the bus to the north side of Chicago and we'd get off, we'd go for a meeting for an hour or two, then then we'll grab like some chicken <laughs> at Julasco, then we'll go sit in the park and just eat it, you know, and it's just just those little memories are really cool because I I know we don't have we don't uh do that like obviously now it's COVID and things like that, but when we started it was really, really cool, really good adventure. So can you talk about your dad, like, uh, growing up? Or how, how was your dad when you were a kid? He's a cool dude. <laughs> okay. um, my dad as a kid. So my name is Genesis. Um, and I'm his first daughter. So, you know, he, he really thought about, you know, what he wanted to name his children. His, um, his first kid in marriage, because he's two boys. Um, his first kid in marriage is Lorenzo Jr. Um, and then he had me, which is, you know, Genesis, his first daughter. And he was like, hey, I'm going to name her Genesis. She's my first, the beginning. And then we had two other kids after that. Their names are Galen and Precious. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, throughout life, he's always had um, issues, um, not just internal, but like external, you know, dealing with um, society issues, like systemic racism, mm -hmm. things like that. He was a truck driver, so he was on a road for, um, before my sisters were born, he was on a road for a, a while, you know, so we barely see him sometimes, but when he came home, he'd ride us in his truck, and he would do a lot of really cool stuff. Um, he was married to my mom at the moment, and uh, we'd do walks, we walk together. There was this mm -hmm. old store called Dominic's, yeah, uh, <laughs> I remember Dominic's. <laughs> yeah, we were on the southwest yeah. side of Chicago, and um, as a family, my dad, mom, my brother, and I, we would just walk to Dominic's and get some, you know, snacks and walk home. Just, just different moments like that were really cool. Um, I'm very faith-based, you know, religion is huge in my family, or faith, and um, he started being a deacon, I think, I think he's a deacon, and then he would be in a pastor, and now he's a bishop. <laughs> So uh, he's very headstrong in his face. Um, and yeah, very strong dude. That's cool. What is... Say, uh, um, no, go ahead. You got something? Uh, yeah, I was, um, was going to ask, like, what is the biggest lesson your dad has given you in business as, as far as being an entrepreneur? Oh, man, he gave a lot of lessons in life. Um, a lot of things that one thing that's really loud and rings in my ear because he's an army dude he's an army vet you know things don't happen your way improvise improve adapt overcome like you always say improvise you know over adapt overcome and just 
that's just always in my head from like when we were children. It's like, hey, but you know, this happened. Okay, improvise, improve, adapt, overcome, you know, and it's just a, a steady constant. And it's like, you reflects in business, but it just, it reflects in life as well. Like things happen that's beyond our control, what we're gonna do about it, how we're gonna make a solution for it and keep pushing. So that is what I, I got from my dad for my overall life. Uh, so. Yeah, that, that's pretty dope. Um, something recently happened with uh, something that me and Royce had going on and uh, we kind of had to adapt and improvise. So, yeah. That's cool. I mean, it reflects obviously for 2020, but. <clears throat> oh yeah, but for sure. Us with skin tones, the way we have them, you know, we always have to imp improvise and adapt and overcome because a lot of things don't go our way. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do, you know, to make sure that we are, we are protected and we are safe, you know, so, and we make our own. Exactly. Uh, my question to you would be, um, when it comes to how you parent your kids, are you, does your style, is it comparable to how your dad raised you or how your mom raised you or which parent would you say you're more like when it comes to raising your own kids? I don't know. Um, I would say I lean more towards my dad's side, but I do a lot of stuff my mom used to say and continues to say to us, which is like very threatening, but like really funny. <laughs> it's like, you know, like those little little hints of threats here and there, you know, it's like my kids would be that my kids like crack up laughing over it, you know, and I guess I get that part from her. Uh and and like my ability to be kind of flexible I get from my father, you know, it's like I don't always say no to my kids, you know, like with snacks or with doing fun stuff or just letting them like explore different things, you know. So I guess both but I lean more towards my dad. Okay. So um, I know that you said that um, adapt. Well, I'm gonna go back to like what you were saying, like as far as adapting, improvising, overcoming. Can you give an example of something that you had to uh, do that with? Yeah. Um... I have a lot of examples. Uh, one, I guess in my my becoming adult, my adulthood while I was in college, uh, I think it was <clears throat> coming out of my junior year, going to my senior year. I I was getting my my bachelor's in psychology, and I really love studying people and their mind and things. And I love um, special needs people more specifically. And mm. um, I I had a job where I worked at this villa, and there was four people at the villa. And they were they were they were older adults. They were between the age of fifty five and sixty two. Um, they had very special needs, um, impaired hearing and um, their eyesight and things like that. And um, I would uh, I would help out. I just loved being a part of that. And at one point, I lost my job. You know, and I was just you know I was devastated because I was paying my own rent. I was doing my own thing, and I couldn't pay rent anymore. And um, you know, I had to. Yeah, I lost my job, then I lost my apartment, then I had moved back to the campus, you know, for my last senior year. So that was a time that I remember that was like, oh man, you know, I was really doing something. I was I was going somewhere. I didn't like then a wall. And then I had to move back on campus and finish my my college career there. 
So you felt like you were taking uh, steps back? Yeah, in a way, you know, you know, like, I think mm-hmm. 21, maybe, you know, you think that you you have it all, you're doing it all, and you're able to do some things by yourself, you know, and it's your first time mm-hmm. being out in the world. It's like, you know, I can do this, and you feel really, really good until, like, adult life hits you, and it's like, okay, now you don't have a job. How are you going to pay rent? Couldn't pay rent, so I moved back on campus. It's just like, oh, man. You know, you want to be the senior that, like, has the apartment and, like, that's doing stuff, but I was a senior on campus instead. <laughs> <laughs> but you persevered and overcame. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the thing. <laughs> yes. and I love now, uh, with, with uh, everything that's been happening with, you know, the pandemic and everything, uh, how, how have you uh, persevered uh, as an entrepreneur? Like, what obstacles had you have you uh, you know sidestepped or, or, or hurdled? Um, I guess beginning of 2020, when the pandemic was starting, you know, um, <laughs> uh, I didn't drop out of college, but I kind of got like booted out a little bit. And I was getting my master's in early childhood education with a, an endorsement of special education. So. I got the boot and that was like maybe second going to second quarter of the year, you know, the pandemic is like fresh and just started happening. And then by the end of the year, I was, I restarted, relaunched this business, Lorenzo's Frozen Pudding. So it's like, Hey, I I tried this. I'm gonna do this again. (laughs) You know, like I have to keep moving. I got to keep going. Something's going to happen. I know something's bound to happen. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's why, um, that's what made you like restart the business about well, leaving school? Well, not really. Like the business has always been a part of me. It's always been in my heart. You know, I've, we've, we've, we've amounted some things within business. So like in 2013, we had all nine Pete's, um, Pete's Fresh Market stores, right? And my father and I will make the product, we'll put it on the shelf, we'll do our demos, right? In 2014, we couldn't keep up with demand. So we... We, we phased out those stores. We couldn't keep product on the shelves in the store. So that was our problem. So we phased out in 2014. But then in 2015, we re-entered the stores. And at that time, Peace gave us all their stores. Mariano's gave us 15. Jewel Osco gave us 15. Sir Mac Produce mm. gave us like five. La wow. Chiquita gave us three. We're, just, we're sprinkled all over the city and the surrounding suburbs. And at that time, we're making a product. We'll put it on the shelf. We do our demos. And we had distribution at the time. My husband was helping at the time. We had some, we had hands on deck, right? And um, we couldn't get over the hump of like the demand. The demand was too much that we couldn't keep up with. I didn't have enough capital and the manufacturing, like my supply chain wasn't complete yet. So like at the 20, in 2017, mid year, we phased out of like 50 or 50 stores in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. And it's always been my heart, you know, like I wrote a note, you know, I, I told the Lord, I said, hey, I want to go back into this and this is what I want to do. And, and I'm going to get this my last all. And this, I wrote this in 2017. And in 2020, you know, I got my, my chance, you know, to do it again, because like I tried working and teaching and like doing the things normal people do and it wasn't working for me, you know, like I'm really good at what I do best. And it's honestly being an entrepreneur and talking to people and like getting this product out here. So at the end of 2020, I was like, hey, I'm doing it again. I relaunched the company, and, and it's been really cool ever since. I got in touch with Walgreens. Uh, the Women at Business Center, they helped me. They had a cohort with Walgreens. So, like, 
Mm. I got some ties there and I got full vendor approval of Walgreens. So by the end of, I mean, by July, I'll be in like five Walgreens stores. I'm, I'm mm. hoping to relaunch and the stores we're currently in before I got out and I have new uh, things that's on the table that I'm going into. So it's like a lot of really cool things. That was dope. Nice. Congratulations on all that. That's yeah, all that during the pandemic. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, kudos to you for that. Thank you. Uh, what would you say is uh, some of the best advice that uh, your dad has, has, has given you thus far? Pray. Always pray. Mm. If you don't know anything, he don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. No one really has the answer. And no one really knows what tomorrow's going to look like. But you have prayer. You have the Lord. You can talk to him. You know, you can put your heart at ease. I can't worry about anything. So I have to give all my worries, all my cares over to the Lord, you know, and I let him know what's my heart, what I really want to do. And if it's his will, then I'll go ahead and do it. And if it's not, I'm content with whatever he, whatever he decides for me to do. Awesome advice. So like with, um, you all were in Pete's and Mariano's and, uh, Julasco. Not, not Dominic's. Not Dominic's, though. Not Dominic's. Oh, but shout out Dom's Market. They just opened um, the store. I think it's over West. Um, he just opened a store, Dom. Um, and yeah, and it's called Dom's Market. It's really, really cool. And it's like the only one here in Chicago. And it's, it's just really nice. So shout out to them. It's called Dom's Market. Yes, yes. Take a look at it. They have Wait, a I'm lot gonna look of it up. Really, I'm gonna look it up right now. They got a lot of really cool local people there. Like it's really nice. Cool. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say like, uh, so the product must be, you know, must be awesome. Yes. Like, I was selling out, selling out everywhere. What is the best flavor that you all put out? Ah, everybody asks me, what's the best flavor? I'm like, all of them. Of all of them, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's, your, what's your favorite? Ah, hmm, I, it's between, so I have three SKUs currently. And before I had three SKUs, we had like 13 plus flavors. So we had to get it, we had to narrow it down to like three of them. And yeah. I was saying, the old school original southern style banana pudding is one and then i have strawberry uh which is named after my niece snooker bear i call it snooker strawberry and i also have a pineapple flavor so if you're asking for my favorite i will say all three of those for right now (laughs) man put all that in the blender and put it in the cup for me man that's all that Oh, that'd be like a tropical punch or something. There you tropical, go. Uh, <laughs> tropical fruit pudding. Now, um, I don't know where I heard the saying from, but they say uh, the person you end up with is some is similar to your parents in in in, in some ways, or even or if not similar, the opposite. So, how would you say uh, your husband is he is he like your dad, or he is he like the total opposite of your dad? I think he's like my dad in a lot of ways. He loves children. He's a teacher. He's a STEAM teacher, which is really cool. He's a big science nerd. Um, 
you know, he, he's always here for his family, you know, like he loved, he really loved his kids. Like my daddy, like he, you know, he doesn't give up, you know, even though like our oldest, like six, <laughs> you know, just being there, being present, listening, you know, and like, you know, evolving with your children. I think that's very important, you know? So, yeah, I think he's, he's a lot similar. I talk to him every day, you know, obviously. And honestly, so my husband and my dad, like we are, we always, I recently see my dad at least three times a week, I would say. <laughs> so we talk, you know, it's really cool. They have a really cool relationship too. Nice. So what is something you're, um, I know, like you said, your best advice your dad has given you was to pray. Is there anything else like that he instilled into you that you want to instill into your children? Honestly, I would say pray. Because like, honestly, if we really think about it, like we're doing all that we're doing. You guys have this really cool podcast. I mean, congrats to that. Congrats to all the things you're doing in your life. I mean, it's really cool, right? Like, we're doing these things. However, we have to leave here one day. You know, like, we we won't be here one day. And, like, the one thing I want my kids to know and understand, pray. Always pray, you know. You know, like, watch and pray. (laughs) Prayer and fasting. Like, get get your spirituality together because we're not going to be here all the time. And that's the first thing. The second thing is to endure, uh, have perseverance, see things through, do your best. My lady, y'all say do your best. And if you do your best, if it doesn't work out, at least you can say you did your best. Uh, so, I'm trying to get, I got, I, got, I got a good question for you. So uh, which one of your kids is most like you and which one of your kids is most like your dad? Okay. Hmm. Both of them. So my son is very like sneaky and he likes to plot and that's who I am. You know? <laughs> okay. like, I'm like days ahead. I'm like, I already know. And I know you want this. I'm going to take it now. You're going to be looking for it later. You know, I'm that type of person, you know, I'm I, I, I love psychology. And, but my daughter, you know, the second born, they just really rowdy and, she has that rowdiness about her that I have. And she's a hit first, ask questions later kind of girl. And that's kind of how I am. I love adventures. She likes climbing on stuff, jumping off high things. That's what I do. Like, so both of them, um, my father obviously loves his daughters. He has three daughters and he loves all three of us. And he takes care of us in, in, in our individual ways. So he loves girls and he loves my daughter. Um, I guess because she reminds um, him of me however my son acts like my father because like he's sneaky and he talks a lot and he's um he's very hilarious and he's like cynical like he's very witty so if you say something he can like use that against you like later on so. <laughs> we have to try the dry humor yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely Any more questions? Hello? I'll, can you, uh, my, my screen kind of froze a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was, um, 
Next question I got for you. Um, throughout your time growing up in Chicago, uh, you, you've uh, kind of navigated, uh, you know, through the city a lot, you know, and, and being an entrepreneur. Uh, what opportunities do you see uh, for, um, how would I say, uh, ways to, I guess, uh, ways to develop or to, to, to make it better, like in regards to, uh, you know, raising a family. Are you, are you, uh, do you live in Chicago or in the Chicago area now? Yes, I'm in Chicago area. I'm in the Hyde Park, Bronzeville area now. Right. So in, in that area, I know that's an up and coming area. Um, what, what places or what, uh, opportunities for, for development do you see, uh, in that area or even uh, throughout the city? Uh, I see a lot of opportunities. Um, the Obama Foundation on the South Side is going to be pretty awesome. Like, to say the least, like that's going to be phenomenal. Um, it's a guy by the name of Shannon Waldron. Um, he has a company called Urban Feats, and um, I think he created or helped create it, if I'm not mistaken, founder of this other place called Douglas 18, where mm -hmm. they're having like the golf, the 18 um, round golf place, like on the Southwest side, I think it is. So that's gonna be really cool. Um, there are a lot of different like uh, black entrepreneurs that are in town. that are like having brick and mortars that are in Hyde Park, that are in Bronzeville, that um, that's really, really cool too. And they're, they're moving to South Loop and they're getting greater, we're getting greater coverage, you know? So like, I think that's really cool. Gotcha. Ooh, I think I'm I'm good. I'm back online now. That good? So, you good, bro? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> man. Um, okay, so I, I know we're getting uh, close to time. So um, I have one last question for you, Genesis. Okay. So if you could give advice to like a, a young entrepreneur, um, what would it be? Just do it. Mm. Like, the first thing you got to do is make, like, before you do anything, sell whatever you want to sell. Make sure somebody likes it before you start getting all the paperwork to make a business and start a business and, you know, people don't like it. You can't sell it. Yeah. Like, before I was a business or LLC or anything, we just sold it, you know. Just sell what you got, you know, just do it. See if it works. See if it's effective. If not, change. I hate the word pivot nowadays. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like, do something. You know, like, just whatever's in your heart, do it. You know, especially if you're very fearful of doing it, be courageous and like take that step, right? And like, go out of your own box, go out of your limits, and like, do something. Reach out to somebody. You know. I think that'd be the most impactful thing is just to get your hands, have experience. Like it's okay to have, you know, theory and book theory and stuff, but it's completely different when you're experiencing it and you, you, and you live the experience. And now you'll be able to actually impart wisdom with somebody else too. That's big. That's big. Yeah. That's it. And, that um, experience is the difference between uh, knowledge and wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, my last question to you, Genesis, um, you, you've had um, great experiences with your dad and also now with your husband uh, raising your kids. Uh, what advice would you give to any dads or any 
uh, fathers that are listening to this right now. Oh, it's so sweet. First of all, happy Father's Day. Happy yeah. Day. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Golf <laughs> class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> guys for having me and i love this and i would just want to give the dads like just just keep going you know like whatever like if you love your kids and you're doing what you have to do for your kids keep doing it no matter what no matter if you're a single dad no matter if you're a dad with somebody whatever it is just do what you, do what's in your heart and steal what you want in your children because this is literally the only thing you have on this earth are our, our kids like what else do we have what else is going with us after this nothing do what you see fit and what's best for your children and you know they're going to love you because i love my dad that's great <laughs> and uh if the people had to reach out to you would it be a good place to send them you can you can reach out to me at lorenzo's frozen pudding at gmail.com you can also look for me at LorenzosFrozenPudding.com. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Genesis Bensamanga Sr. Um, because my daughter is Genesis Bensamanga Jr. <laughs> right. but, um, yeah, I have Facebook, um, Lorenzo's Frozen Pudding, or Instagram, Lorenzo's Frozen Pudding. So it's pretty much it right now. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that too, the senior part in your name. I, uh, you don't see a lot of women with that. <laughs> but yeah all right genesis this was, this was great uh thank you for your time and don't hang up because we're gonna do a little small little pose game i know you gotta be somewhere in a few minutes but you know, okay. i want to chop it up with you for a second after we ended the uh the podcast but uh right, cool. for myself sir royce brialis and for my colleague here dr raheem young and for genesis can you do your last name say your last name this is vanga like Pennsylvania, but like with a G. Pennsylvania Senior. Got to put the senior behind it. <laughs> thanks again for all your time and all your candor. And uh, thanks again for listening to WTF interviews and stay tuned for further announcements. Yes, yes. Thank you for listening to WTF interviews. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us via our website, WTFatherhood.org. Also, our Facebook page and our Facebook group will be listed in the description below as well. Uh, I ask you to leave a a review as it helps more people receive the message. And uh, again, until next time, be well. You already are.